Welcome, podcast listeners, to Roll Radio, where each week we listen in as aspiring adventurers play the world's greatest role-playing game, Dungeons and Dragons. Join us as we travel to far-off Faerun, where we discover the Sword Coast in turmoil and in desperate need of heroes. Last time on Roll Radio... During a nice breakfast with Sir Estival, our party learns of the rumor that the overgod Io, the hidden one, is rebranding. That is, changing the rules. Rewriting the Tablet of Fate. Aha! This could explain Jake's seemingly bad luck, and even possibly Curran's extremely suspicious good luck. See, I'm with Esmir on that one. And that's the conversation turned to the task at hand. Protecting the people of the Western Heartlands. Esmir then bestowed upon Eric a super fancy illuminator to aid him in the art of not dying. And Sir Istival also bestowed upon them the hidden knowledge known as local shopping tips. To Devil Smithy they went. Minds were blown with fluff balls. Wiggly, wobbly, timey-wimey things were discussed. Straight-up charisma was used. After doing some name-dropping, having Esmir unbutton her shirt, getting guidance from Jake, and using his inspiration, Cullen still paid full price for his new breastplate, which may or may not end up having a naked lady on it. I swear. After making a hard-working dwarf very happy, a quite shocking discovery was made. Someone had absconded with the ivory tiles. An insight versus deception battle ensued. The cleric and the wizard exchanged words. Good points were made, as well as some not-so-good ones. But finally, things got settled. Kind of. Maybe. Will our heroes finish shopping and get going on the whole saving the Western Heartlands thing? Is there really a string of time? And does it really go ziggity-zag? Is Agma dabbling in folly, or is Jake just getting bad rolls? And will Elric and Cullen send their dads a letter? I mean, how are they supposed to know they're not dead in a ditch somewhere? Well, who knows? Let's find out in this episode of Scourge of the Sword Coast. So you guys have finished your business at Durville's Smithy after some serious haggling there with Ingle Iron Eater. He and was pushing some hard bargains. That's true. <laughs> I think Colin was tanking on all of his uh, persuasions. <laughs> this uh, press plate's going to be awesome. Now I don't have to roll at disadvantage whenever I try to sneak up on somebody. Yeah, me too. It will make me falling off of rooftops a bit uh, less noisy. <laughs> Likely. So you guys are going to go like clinkety-clink instead of clankety-clank. It, it will be more like hooshity-hoosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll still clinkety-clink, but I like my shiny armor. 
plus it gives me an armor class of 17, so that's cool. Oh, yeah. Nice. All right, so it's getting close to noon as you head back out into the busy streets to continue your shopping day. And you make your way back towards the center of town uh, to a shop called the Trade of Tools. The store looks pretty dingy. The windows are filthy, right? They look like they haven't been cleaned in years. And as you enter, a bell jingles and the smell of mothballs floods your senses. The sunlight coming through the dirty windows illuminates the immense amount of dust that hangs in the air here. You see tables and shelves placed haphazardly around this door, and they barely contain the overwhelming amount of stuff that's piled on them, right? And there seems to be no discernible strategy or to organize any of it. There are tools mixed in with cooking utensils and with garden tools mixed with fishing tackle. There are wagon parts next to dinnerware, artwork and toys, furniture and rugs, stuffed hunting and fishing trophies. Right? Imagine, imagine like a huge garage sale, right? Got and as you enter, there's a gruff looking human man trying to hang a painting. It looks like a group of gnomes sitting around the table, smoking pipes and playing cards. <laughs> <laughs> and he turns to you and says, Hello there. Welcome to Trade of Tools. Have a look around. Let me know if you need help finding something. My name is Bohoosh, but my friends call me Uncle Frank. And remember, you break it, you buy it. <laughs> okay, Anki. Okay. Okay, so in this shop, you can buy adventuring gear or tools. Okay. So I'm going to send you a link of those tables. So anything on those tables you can buy here. Ooh. Nice. Hmm. I don't need any tools. I'm going to buy a grappling hook. I'm going to buy a grappling hook. Nice. I need a couple of things. Plus, I want to just browse a little bit. <laughs> There's a ton of stuff. Anybody need a broom? A broom? Oh, a forgery kit. Hold on, this is exciting. Ooh, blowgun. Ooh, I'm gonna get one of these. I'm gonna get a, uh, what is this thing? A merchant scale. There's books for sale. <laughs> nah, I don't need books. What? Not yet. Hey, there's an oil flask for you. Hey, Cullen. Yes. I got, there's an oil flask here. It's only one silver piece. See? <laughs> one can always use some oil for making torches and such. Or you can put it on one of those hinges before you open a door sneakily. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's caltrops instead of uh, ball bearings. That'll hurt somebody's toe. Do you have any portable rams? <laughs> portable rams? I may have a portable ram, sure. Somewhere the in here. The kind with there's... legs? The kind with legs or the kind with handles? The kind that smashed down doors. Oh, look. Right, this looks like a portable ram. It's portable, though. That's what's fancy about it. Probably heavy. You never know. I would imagine it's going to be heavy. It weighs 35 pounds. Oh. Well, you know, yeah. whatever. It's okay. 
I guess. I'm just looking for a grappling hook myself. Oh, we got grappling hooks. All right, excellent. I shall purchase a grappling Ooh, perfume. Hook. There it is, grappling hook. Yeah, Four pounds. that's stinky. Two gold. Two gold pieces, yep. Ooh, acid. Far out. Look at this. Hey, guys, check this out. Okay, check this out. A spyglass. And I pick up this thing and <laughs> I put it in my eye. This is cool. This is cool. I can see stuff real close up this way. It's only a thousand gold pieces. Oh, wow. I'm saving up for this. <laughs> Esmir, the way Esmir shops is that she walks around and she'll like walk around the store like several times because every time she goes through the aisle, she rifles through different things and s and smells them and picks them up and looks at them and stuff like that because usually she gets really distracted. Okay. She's also lo also looking out for like a hidden gem in terms of magical qualities. And how would you do so, that? Hmm. How would you discover that such? Uh... Oh, okay. 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 So, okay. So Esmir's gonna close her eyes, and she's gonna say, "Asha, like She's gonna <laughs> rub her ears, and then she's gonna pretend like she pulls the coin from behind her ear, and then she's gonna just go poof with it. And now she's cast her detect magic spell. And then she says, oogala boogala, and then winks. <laughs> All right, so it's concentration for 10 minutes. And for the duration, you sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. And if you sense magic in this way, you can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic, and you learn its school of magic, if any. Okay. So as you cast this spell, you see a, a variety of things in the store that starts to glow. Okay. For you only. Okay. Right? You see this glow around this stuff. And um, you can go you can go around and you wanna tell everybody what you see? Yeah, yeah. So we have okay, so we're gonna have our secret code for that. I'm gonna say, Hey guys. There's lots of cool stuff. Trinkets of trinkets of tingling in this store. <laughs> trinkets of tingling. There's some nice. of, right. I might change that. So change here's that. how we're gonna do um, shopping for magic items. So Esmir goes around the, the store and points out the items that have a magical aura, right? right? And I just know but that I'm- you won't know right. what magical properties it has until after you purchase it and spend some time with it, right? Just like right, normal. Right. Uh, so it's like okay. a random surprise thing. So you're kind of taking yeah. a gamble on buying something. Okay. The price of it is really your only clue because the more expensive it is, the more magical or more you know, powerful properties right. uh, it'll have. So the price will give you an idea of kind of like how rare the item is. And the store owner also has no idea. So asking them won't help you, right? They'll tell you some story as to why it's so expensive, right? Oh, it's made by dwarves or elves, or it's from an ancient civilization, or the adventure I, I bought it from said they took it from a powerful wizard, right? So they really have no idea they're just gonna try and give you, you know, a sales pitch so you buy it. 
So basically, you're just going to have to go with your gut feeling on the item and whether you want to, you know, spend your hard-earned gold on it, right? Okay. Okay, cool. And this way, you know, you might get something that you wouldn't normally buy, right, if you knew what it did. Uh, But now you might get something that could lead to some interesting and fun scenarios. Okay. Hmm. All right. So let me tell you what items Esmir, you know, points out to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So I just like, I'll go around, I'll pick it up. I'm like, "Mm," you know, I give you guys the, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Give us the the wink eye, not the stink eye. No, I like that. So the first thing she points out is a pair of nice leather boots for 100 gold. Next is an ear horn, right? One of those that you would put up to your ear uh, to aid you with your hearing, right? Ooh. What? Yeah. What? I don't know what you're talking about. It's pretty nice. It has some gems set into it, and it also says 100 gold. You see a very nice looking book um, that's going for a hundred gold. Its pages are empty, so it's like a journal, right? Or perhaps a spell book. She also points out a small brass blow horn, right? That you would blow into like a trumpet. And that's Uh also going for a hundred gold. Next is a padlock and key that you would use to, you know, lock a trunk with. Right? Okay. And it's priced 50 gold. And you also see a key that has a question mark engraved on it. Ooh. Hmm. And that's also going for 50. And against the wall leans a 10-foot wooden pole <laughs> that's going for 50 gold. Is that something I wouldn't want to touch someone with? <laughs> well, that's how you would measure the distance. That's the way I that wouldn't. you can actually like touch the person and move back. I wouldn't touch you with this specific bowl. (laughs) And it's exactly 10 feet. Now move away. Then you see an ordinary clay pot that you would use to plant something in. And it's priced, uh, its price is 100 gold. Okay. You see a 50 foot coil of hemp and rope that is priced at 50 gold. In the toy section, you see a doll. Ooh. Imagine like an old-fashioned girl doll, right? With the moving eyes and the mouth. Ew. And it has a price tag of 100 gold. You see a wooden tankard, uh, like the kind you drink your ale out of, right? And carved on the side of it is a stern face. And it's priced 50 gold. Hey, look, a cup for, look at a Jake juice cup. Jake, look. That's what I'm, that's what I'm, I'm wondering, like what this can do for me. I think I already want the ear horn because that's definitely a Jake thing. (laughs) It's totally a Jake thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you guys also see a few more things. There's another 50 foot coil of rope that's glowing, but this one is made of silk and it's priced at 250 gold. Wow. You see an elaborately painted clay jug, um, like the kind that you drink moonshine out of, right? Uh, It's maybe a little bit bigger than that, but instead of just one opening on the top, it has eight openings all around it, and each uh, has a cork in it. Each opening, right, has a cork in it. You also spot a pair of goggles. Ooh, and they- Totes. 
and they look like <laughs> owl's <laughs> eyes. Imagine Toad's face. Imagine Owl Man from The Watchmen, right? They have like an owl's beak that would cover the top of your nose. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. And they look like owl's eyes. Okay, I'm totally. I, and Esmir just takes those and just puts them in her bag. <laughs> I mean, in her shopping cart. How much are those? Those are 500 gold. Oh, I'm going to have to think about that. And the last glowing thing you see is hanging on the wall a pair of horseshoes that are priced 3,000 gold. Oh. Wow. Well, we can't afford that. Clippity clop. But, um, so right now, I'm, I, I am holding on to the ear horn and the Jake Juice mug with the <laughs> okay. cool carved okay. face into it. Okay. I'm like walking through the aisles, like holding this stuff in my hands. <laughs> it's like six flags. You know, I got my sweatshirt, my mug, and my, my pencil. It's like you're the... at the garage sale. <laughs> I'm waiting at the register. Hey, man. I'm wondering about the boots. I grabbed the boots already. And oh, you grabbed the boots already? Okay. And I'm on rope two, unless you want rope two. I want one the of the ropes. Rope. I'll take the silk rope. Okay. The boots, the key, the lock and key. I, I want the key with the question. I want I the key those. with the question mark. <laughs> that was dibs. I, dibs I'm dibs. taking. I'm taking the key with the question mark. You can have. I the, dibs it. Hey, Too late. No. It was dibs. I'm the. See, here's the thing: is that you got to understand that Esmir's actually seen them glow. So I would imagine that she's going to take what she wants and then point to something else. <laughs> hey, that lock over there is glowing. <laughs> She's not going to tell you it's glowing if she's grabbing it. So I got lock, key, um, lock with the key, not the question mark lock, uh, key. That obviously got Thank picked you, up already. Thank you, kid. Thanks, kid. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. The boots, <laughs> rope number one, which is 100. I just have to steal it from you anyway. So I know. That's why I gave up. You know. You know. Esmir gets what Esmir wants. <laughs> It's a, it's a nice a key you got there. Be shamed some hemp to it. <laughs> okay, check this out, guys. And I got, I'm gonna pick up this pair of like uh, handcuffs, manacles. I'm oh, getting, the manacles. Yeah. Because we usually end up killing people before we get a chance to interrogate them. But this might come, this might just be a little reminder. Uh -huh. Plus, she might just wear them as like bracelets, too. Can I ask? I missed, something. I missed one of the things. It was a blow something? The blow horn. Yeah, blow horn. Blow horn, okay. Yeah, I want to check that out too. How much was that? That was uh, 100 gold. So, so the, okay, so the horn is 100, is that correct? Correct. The ear horn and the um, mug is 50? Yep. Okay. So, you'd like to purchase this tankard and this old ear I horn, eh? I do. Excellent. That'll be 150 gold pieces, please. I want to tell you the this, this story of me. I have a, a really hard time hearing, you see. I'm older and I'm oh, still adventuring, you see. And sometimes these these ghouls and goblins come around the corner and surprise me, you see, and it, because I can't hear so well. So I want to buy this ear horn. You know, and I noticed there's already a little wax on it, which is disgusting. <laughs> so, wow. uh, I'll, I'll give you a hundred gold pieces for it. What you say, sir? 
That's what he's asking. What do you what do you, you want to do with a bargain? I'm sorry. I will give you I will give you a hundred gold pieces for that and this and this cool mug. You <laughs> have a hard bargain. This cool this cool mug that reminds me of my great grandfather uh, and and the and the uh, the the what? <laughs> the what? And I stick it to my ear. <laughs> and I say, I'll give you a hundred gold pieces is what you want, right? Okay, that's fantastic. And then I'll start putting, shelling out a hundred gold pieces. Okay, roll uh, your persuasion with advantage. <laughs> oh, awesome. Oh, great. Nice. Yeah, I had some good advantage-worthy sob stories. So I also want to touch myself. Mm-hmm. You're gonna touch yourself? Oh wow! I think you're gonna lose your discount. <laughs> well, my good sir, don't see uh, many adventurers your age. Perhaps it's time to, you know, consider retiring. What? What? <laughs> All right, I'm going to drop guidance on myself as well, and wow. then I'm going to roll with advantage. That's that's sweet. Oh, shitty. Oh, My oh, God. Shit. A three and a two. Unbelievable. And he shanks it. And I shanked do you it. Have a, um, do you have an inspiration? Mm-hmm. I do, and I would like to use it if I would, if I could. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, better. 16. Okay. Well, you could see... What's kinda... with the negative one? Because my persuasion is a negative one. Oh, jeez. I have to do a lot of acting, trust me. You, that's why you never get anybody to come over onto Agma's side. <laughs> it's just the worst. Yeah, you can join this religion if you want it. It's okay. <laughs> uh, I, I just put my ear horn up to my ear and go, What? Sonny? <laughs> He's going to be doing that all the time now. All right. So he says... Anytime uh, I don't want to hear somebody. Yeah. He says, Well, yeah... Okay, if you could tell he's starting to feel sorry for you. <laughs> so he's like, fine, fine, that's that's fine. A hundred gold's fine. Sweet. The best bargain yet. Oh, you're looking for bargains, are you? Well, you got a bunch of stuff there. What do you got? What would you like to buy? The rope, the non-silver one, the cheap one. The okay. boots, the lock and key, or lock with key, I should say. And this pull... <laughs> Surely this 10-foot pole has a story. Um, it, does it look... I mean, I'm just going to look at it personally and use okay. my perception. But does it look like it's been used as a weapon? Or how does it look like it's been used? All right. So you take a closer look at this 10-foot pole. Uh, it's made of nice wood. It's perfectly straight. But it doesn't look like it's been used um, as a weapon. But as you look closer, you see some faded markings up and down the pole, and they look like waves or water. And that's about it. Hmm. How much you be asking for this pole? I'm asking 50 gold. It's just a stick of wood. 50 gold seems a little high. Oh, but look at it. You can tell it's been made by elves. Um, I'll tell you what, I'm taking the pole uh, but I'm going to see if I can't get a better deal. Okay. Uh, because I also want this lock with key and these boots here and this rope. But uh, I tell you what, as a package deal, can I convince you to knock a hundred gold off? 
100 gold? What are you, crazy? I've been, <laughs> at that price, I've been basically giving you the boots for free. Ah, but you're also giving me a good discount on this pole. Mm. I'm begging your divine providence. Divine what? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't It didn't make any sense to me either. <laughs> I guess I'm begging for divine providence. Go ahead and roll persuasion. I wasn't going to come up with this with a, a good story, but I thought if I just <laughs> just you know lump all this stuff together and give me a discount. so that's two two fifty is what we're talking here two hundred and fifty gold for all these items. Persuasion. Hey, can I get a blessing? <laughs> oh, <laughs> hang on a minute. Let me let me reach into my bag of tricks and. <laughs> oh, Jake, we're going to have to talk about your verbiage, your verbiage there. <laughs> I'm going to touch myself and help you out, boy. I'm going to, I'm going to touch oh, you, boy. boy. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't tell Frank that I'm touching you. <laughs> All right, so let's give this a shot. Now that I've got inspiration, or not inspiration, uh, on, on augmentation, I'll probably screw it up. Augmentation, exactly. Ah, shit. 13. Mm, probably not a close. good enough. Hmm. <laughs> well, for that roll, I tell you what, since you really fancy that pole, I'll give it to you for 25 gold. I, I'll take it. Say, don't think I'll do anywhere better. Still not sure what it's for. <laughs> All right. But I just like a nice pole, I guess, for dancing. Yeah. Colin, did, did Colin buy the horn? Oh, I forgot about the horn. Well, I'm going to throw down for the blow horn, too. I, I, that's, that looks like it could be a cool thing, and it might have some neat magical property. Um, can I attempt to persuade you to sell me this, this uh, horn? For uh, a bit of a discount, I'm willing to pay 75 gold for it. Okay, let's see what he says. Roll persuasion. Please. Finally, 16, not bad. Well, you do look like a fine up-and-coming adventure. <laughs> Why not? I'll sell it to you for 75 gold. Excellent. I mean, I can't complain. You folks are making today a good day at Traded Tools. <laughs> All right, who's next? I think I am. I'm, I'm just buying the silken rope, and I'm looking at in my inventory, and I see I already have a grappling hook. I put the grappling oh. hook in there, yes. Oh, you put the grappling hook in yep, there. Yep, okay, and I took I the gold off for it, yep. Okay, good. So then the silken rope, how much was it? It was, it's 250 gold. 250, it's, wow. It's a beautiful rope, look at it. It's a beautiful it's, rope. It must I'm, be elven. Must be elven rope, yeah, 250. Let me go to my... Go to my persuasion. And I'm just gonna, I'm gonna reach over and I'm just gonna touch him on the shoulder. <laughs> I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna give him some uh, guidance. Okay. And Esmir, did you go yet? No, not yet. I'm well, still shopping. Esmir's still browsing. Okay. I'm just gonna reach over and touch you on your shoulder too. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna roll Thanks. now. Nice! Whoa. Oh, yeah! Motherfucker walked away with it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was Give awesome. it to you for free. 
You got no. the cut of an honorable so man. You must look at him with like sad little child eyes. All I want is this rope. That's it. Just the rope. That's what this rope means. <laughs> and this ashtray. And this ashtray. And this thermos. <laughs> and my paddle ball. And the paddle this ball. Chair. <laughs> this chair. That's all I need. <laughs> well, you know, you look like a fine upstanding nobleman. And for rolling a natural 20, for rolling a 26, <laughs> you've convinced me that this rope needs to be in your hands. So I'll give it to you for 125 gold. Wow. Excellent. Thank you. That is sweet. So That's only 25 gold more than I paid. That's 50% off, yo. <laughs> All right. Esmir, you're the last one. What'd you get? Okay, so I, I, Esmir has, like, her jacket, like, rolled, flipped upwards. It's just full of stuff. Okay. And so she brings it over and, like, puts it down on the thing. And so... She's got a piece of chalk. She's got okay. the caltrops, which she may, she's either going to like tie someone up and torture them with or wear it as a piece of jewelry. She's not sure yet. The chalk? No, the caltrops. She's going to make them dance a jig. Yeah, they're like little handcuffs. No. no. They're like little handcuffs. No, that's manacles. Oh, those are their manacles. Yeah. No. Oh, right, right, right. All right, so she's got the caltrops because they're like ball bearings but with spikes on them, which is, you know, that could be fun too. Um, I got block and tackle, which you can use as a pulley. Uh-huh. That com- that could come in handy. For freight handling, perhaps? Oh, you never know. How, how, you how never much know, does kids. it weigh? Well, listen, she is, has a fear of wells. So if she falls into a well, she can, exactly. we can always like use no, that to get her out. Lift herself you, out of the... You just wait, kids. You wait. Okay. I'm, I get, you know what, Uncle Frank? They don't appreciate people like us, these guys here. I hear you, little lady. You never know what could happen out, out there on an adventure. That's right. Yep. Okay. It's best to be prepared, I say. Exactly. So I got my ball bearings kit. I got my healers kit. You know, you never know. You might need a band-aid or something like that. Uh, I got the little handcuff thingies. And then I'm going to get some of this sealing wax because you never know when you might need some wax to seal something with. Like a letter? That's what it's for. Listen, that's what I understand. That's what you think it's for. (laughs) Okay, but Esmir doesn't think it's for that. See, uh, Uncle Frank, they don't get it. They don't. These guys don't get it. They don't get it. I can see that. Oh, you can close a letter with that. You could close a lot of things with this. Anywho. I'm gonna get this spell book. This is a fancy spell book. Okay. This key is really cool. With the little, does it have a face on it? Is that what you said? Question mark. Ooh, even better. You know, gnomes love questions more than they like answers. Do you know what I'm saying, Uncle Frank? So I've heard. Do you know that the men of Agma, the men and women of Agma love answers? <laughs> right, so that's why we get along so well. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're like frickin' frack, left and right. <laughs> Black and tan. <laughs> what about this doll? Esmir is kind of perplexed by the doll, but she's also kind of got the mm-hmm. heebie-jeebies from it. Which heebie-jeebies aren't always bad. So can you describe it to me again? Okay. Um, well, it's a wooden girl doll, um, and it looks pretty old. It's seen some years, right? The paint is quite faded and chipped in some places. 
She wears a common dress, a commoner's dress, right? It's ripped and stained. Mm. Her blonde hair is really dirty and all frazzled and stuff. And her eyes are like these black dots. Mm -hmm. And one eyelid is more closed than the other. I don't know if Esmer could pass that up. I don't think she's going to be able to pass that up. Okay, so she's going to take the doll. Are you going to be able to carry all of this? <laughs> you got a lot of stuff. I got a whole crew of, of helpers to carry my stuff for me. Jake. I will carry some things, but I'm sorry, but I cannot carry that doll. That thing is creepy. I'm going to, you know what? You're going to have to see this thing a lot. Um, <laughs> so Frank, we're, we're giving you like a really good chunk of business today. And well, you got that right there. Yeah. Today's turning out to be a good day. Yeah. And I'm the cutest gnome you've ever seen. And that's for sure. Correct? <laughs> yeah, you're pretty cute. <laughs> so can you do what? Can you give me a deal on some of this stuff here? I could. Roll your persuasion. I know you can. So persuasion. Persuasion. Oh, what the mm. hell? You rolled an eight with even <sighs> with a four from Jake's blessing there. Unbelievable. Do I have an inspiration? You do not. Oh, Frankie. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry, my friend. I, I can't help you. You rolled under a 10. I know. <laughs> Besides, <laughs> I like to think my stuff here is fairly priced, right? And, well, you know, I, I got a feeling about the things you got there that they might be special. So all that stuff there, it's going to cost you 250 gold. Okay, Frank, you know what? You're special, so I'm going <laughs> to pay full price. And I'm not going to whine and complain about it at all. Well, thank you. Frank, you got the best stuff in your store. Oh, well, I, I'm glad you appreciate my things here, and I appreciate your business. Okay. Okay, Uncle Frank. What's the next store? Helmix Herbs and Oddments. Yes, the potion shop is what I'm talking about. Onward! Well, this has been great. Talk to you later, Frank, or off to the potion shop. <laughs> Thanks for coming by. Come again. Come again. Bye, Uncle Frank. So you guys leave a trade of tools and head back towards Wall Street. And there on the corner of Wall Street and Fields Lane is Helmix Herbs and Oddments. Above the door, you see a colorfully painted sign, a winged fairy is carved into the sign. And as you guys approach the door, you see another sign that reads, this shop uses arcane eye surveillance. Shoplifters will be prosecuted. Ooh. Hmm. And you open the door, and the strong smell of incense fills your nose. Nice. And some strange foreign music fills your ears. The sunlight entering the front window hits a table filled with various uh, crystals that transform the sunlight into all the colors of the rainbow, giving the room like an ethereal feel. Inside, you see racks and shelves that contain an amazing array of knickknacks and uh, oddments, right? And 
There are colorful tapestries that decorate the walls and ceiling that show prime colors swirling together in bizarre patterns, right? And, and then, so just imagine like a souvenir shop from Wisconsin Dells. Mixed yeah, with a head mixed shop. With, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, mixed right. with a head shop. Yep. Totally. Definitely. Grateful Dead posters, black light posters. You see a section that displays... I don't even know what to do. <laughs> you see a section that displays boxes of incense along with incense holders sculpted uh, as skulls and dragons and Ooh. dryads and fairies. Wow. And you see another section that displays mugs and shot glasses that have, you know, various sayings printed on them, like "I heart Daggerford" and "Instant Troll." Just add alcohol. You see various. Do they have um, back scratchers? Shaped like a witch's talons. <laughs> you see, you see various T-shirts printed with cheeky sayings like "My parents went to Daggerford and all I got was this lousy T-shirt." You see. Don't you mean tunic? <laughs> you you also see a table filled with plush dolls and bobbleheads of Sir Istival, Jack, and Hadar. <laughs> and all the way in the back of the store is a large glass display case filled with an odd assortment of pipes and hookahs. And next ah, to that case oh is a counter... Boy. And behind the counter is a young human man with long blonde hair and a scruffy beard and a well-worn, colorful, fuzzy sweater. <laughs> and you see that he is the source of this strange music that you hear because he's back there playing this stringed instrument, right? And when he sees you enter the store, he stops playing and he greets you with a smile. Hey there, welcome to Hendrix Herbs and Oddments. Come on in, check out our stuff. <laughs> nice. All right, yeah, nice place you got here. Where's the twinkling pipeweed, sir? Uh, Jake, Jake, you're not supposed to say that in front of the kids. We know what twinkling pipeweed is. <laughs> We've been around. We've been around at least enough to know what twinkling pipeweed is. At least we know what it smells like. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna nudge I wanna nudge uh Esmir and ask her if anything's glowing. Do I have to use my spell again? Yeah. So I'm going to do and I'm gonna rub my ears and whenever they see me rub my ears like that they know. And then I pull out the pretend coin from behind my ears and I go make it go poof. Nice. So they know that it's on. I love your magic. It's not magic. All right, so Esmir does her thing, and you guys know what she's up to, right? And she goes around the shop and points out the items that are emanating a magical aura. The first thing she points out is a candle. It looks just like a normal candle, Though you see that it does have some wavy, watery type patterns painted into it, and it's priced 50 gold. Next, she picks up a wand. It doesn't look like a magic wand. It's super thin, right? Like a super thin wooden wand that a conductor would use when conducting an orchestra, right? And it's priced 75 gold. There's an ordinary looking six sided die. Hmm. Why would someone want one of those? <laughs> well, it, well, it's priced at a hundred gold. 
Then there's a copper amulet on a chain, and that's priced 100 gold. There's a small leather pouch. That... So hang on one second. Okay. The amulet, though, is there a, uh, a symbol on it? Hmm. You look at the amulet, and you don't see any symbols on it. But you see that the amulet is made of tiny interlocking gears, like the kind that you would see inside of a clock or a watch. And they're moving around. And when you put your ear up to it, you hear a whirring and a clicking sounds uh, as these tiny gears move. Okay. So there's also a small leather pouch that's the size of like a coin purse. And when you look inside, it's empty and it's priced 50 gold. Then there's a small crystal perfume bottle and inside is a sweet smelling liquid and it's going for 50 gold. There's a wooden walking staff uh, that gets, it gets wider towards the top of it, right? And it's priced 100 gold. Uh, you see a small red ruby about the size of a quarter. And as you look closer, you see some eldritch runes carved into it. Hmm. And it's also priced 100 gold. You also see a small clear glass orb that's about the size of a baseball. Hmm. And it's priced 50 gold. Then you see what looks like a, like a chime. And attached to it on one end is like this thin chain. And at the end of the chain, there's this small metal bar on the end of it, right? So you would take that metal bar and hit the chime with it, right? Okay. And that's priced 3,000 gold. Wow. Hmm. And then finally, at the counter area, uh, in the case with all the pipes, Esmir points out that one of the pipes has a magical aura and it's priced 50 gold. And then on top of the counter, there are two glass jars filled with these like gelatinous looking beads and a sign on the jars that says 50 gold each. Hmm. Edibles, I believe they are called. <laughs> so the pipe, so the pipe, the one pipe is glowing though. There is a glowing pipe, yes. Aha. Esmir. Yeah, I see it. Is it cool looking? I see what you see. You see what I see. Do do you see what I see? What you see? Get that pipe, bro. Hey, I, 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 I want to <laughs> see. I would, I would like to see that pipe back there. Do you have twinkling when pipe the, weed here? Hey, when the kids go to bed, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Not the other thing. The, the no. pipe. No. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Well, the, the guy behind the counter says, when you say twinkling pipe lead, he's like, hey, these pipes are for tobacco use only, okay? <laughs> says, are you a cop or something? Because you look like a cop. You look like holier than thou and stuff and old. I'm not holier than thou. I'm holier than them. You know, the only reason why these clerics are holy is because they, you know what I'm saying? 
how do you think I see my God? I have to pay him a visit. The only way to get there is through the pink twinkling piper. Okay, just don't mind him. Um, Esmir's, Esmir wants the staff for sure. Cool. She's just using that to walk around now. I think I want the pipe and the amulet. Although the orb looks really cool. I'll take the perfume bottle. Okay. So I can smell good. And the pouch. So here's the thing with the with with me right now. Jake is sitting there and I'm fumbling and I'm holding this amulet in my hand that I already have. And it has the symbol of Agma on it. And um I pulled it out of my pouch. Now I've been struggling lately, right? Because there's this thing that I've learned uh, uh, from uh, Sir Istival about this, you know, this chosen one and all this stuff. So I, I'm 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 battling my my worshiping of of Agma, even though it's something that I don't think that I'll ever. I don't think that I can ever stop that, right? Because I feel like I owe my life to him. So as I'm sitting here and I'm stroking this amulet, I decide I'm going to keep it out of my bag. I'm actually going to wear it instead. And that maybe this is one of the reasons why I have been forsaken. I don't know. I haven't been wearing this amulet, right? I'm starting to like almost become superstitious with these little tiny trinkets and stuff. So I'm going to look away from the amulet that's really, really cool looking with these gears and focus on I need to devote my my spirituality not to some other amulet with a bunch of gears and stuff but to this one that is Agma's okay. right and uh, so then I'm going to put the other amulet back and pick up this orb because this orb is just really really cool I, I, I like smooth and translucent objects and this thing's really neat so I think um, what say you sir uh, I've got the this orb and this pipe here. Are you sure you have nothing to pack into this pipe? Well, he kind of looks around. He's like, I might have something to put in that pipe. Okay, well, I can tell you I am no officer of the law. <laughs> <laughs> I can back him up on that one. Yes, and I can probably find some orc chunks in my pockets to prove this, you know. So... <laughs> Um, what say you, one, one, one orb, and I put it down, and one pipe, boom, and I put it down, and, uh, a a baggie of your finest twinkling pipe weed for, say, what, what was it, 150 for the other things? Well... The twinkling pipe weed I got is some primo stuff, man. It's all the way from Chult. And I, it's going to cost you 100 gold. And the pipe itself was 50. It's 50. And the orb was 100? It was 50. It was 50. What so say you? I give you 150. I'm an old man, you see, and the twinkling pipe weed is for my arthritis <laughs> and my bad eyeballs. Ah. Uh-huh. Oh, that sucks, dude. It does. It makes it hard to see. I need my horse, Longface, to guide me these days. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh man, you are you're in bad shape, old man. I... Please, uh, please help an old man by giving me a discount of fifty gold. <laughs> well, roll your pers your persuasion. Okay. And he seems very sympathetic, so you can roll with advantage. <laughs> <laughs> I see you're a man of peace. You're a fine man, indeed. Totally peace, man. Peace out. Peace out to you too, young fella. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm dropping, I'm dropping guidance on me too. Oh, what did you just uh, do there? He's dropping guidance, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Last time I dropped guidance was bad, dude. It was real bad. Uh, skills, skills. I got mad skills. All right. Uh, this time persuasion and not religion. Oh, what? A nineteen. <laughs> okay. All right. You know, my dad's really my dad owns this shop like I'm I'm uh I'm just filling in for him cuz well, you know, he's in Waterdeep. He went to Waterdeep to like pick up some more stuff, but with all the raiding going on, uh he's going to stay there until things calm down so he left me in charge, right? And which is totally cool, right? Which so, is really smart. Yeah. So I'm you look totally very responsible. I'm totally cool with you. 150, man. Totally. Let's do this. Oh, awesome, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Your father must be proud. And I hope you don't miss him too dearly. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to lose that voice. <laughs> Jake's getting way too old. <laughs> yeah, he's not that old. He, you know, know, Jake, he's not Jake that old. always seems a lot older when he's shopping and trying he's to get shopping, deals. Right. <laughs> oh, you gotta help me out. So we all know we're like, oh yeah, okay. I hold my lower back when I walk. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Fred Sanford. Oh, I'm coming to Elizabeth. You're wheezy. Agma's calling me home. <laughs> Agma, I'm coming. All right. Nice. Your kid's going to buy anything? There's some nice stuff here. Oh, yeah. This got nice my, fella has some nice things. I've got my eye on the amulet, the perfume bottle, and some twinkling pipeweed. Good choice. Oh, sweet. And I thought today was going to be a slow day. <laughs> All right. So that's going to be 250 gold, noble looking dude. 250. Okay. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to haggle because I got the money. Oh, nice. Wow. So, he's a loaded nobleman, man. This guy. Just a second. But I do need my calculator. What is that? I do, oh, it's the abacus from the other store. You got to grab your abacus, man. <laughs> it helps him calculate. So, cool noble dude, do you got a pipe to smoke this stuff with? Because I got a lot of cool pipes back here, man. Um, it's not in my inventory. I can always just buy a regular pipe off of them. We can always pass this around, too. <laughs> here, how about this sweet dragon head pipe, dude, for one gold? Okay. With googly eyes. <laughs> yeah, the googly eyes are so cool. Hey, so what about you, muscle dude? Are you gonna buy anything? No, man. I got I got no more bread, bro. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, man. I got these guys. <laughs> they got everything I need. <laughs> All right. That leaves you, Esmir. What are you gonna get? 
Okay, so I'm definitely going to take this pretty cool staff here. I like it because it's not too fancy, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's nice, yeah. Wow, you guys know how to get, like, good stuff. Yeah, you know. And then I think I'm going to get this ruby. And I think I'm going to try and get some. Well, we'll see. I have to figure out what it does. But it might be kind of cool to get the ruby put into the staff. Ah. But we'll see what happens. And then I'm also... If this nice young man will give me a discount, I think I'm going to try to get the candle and the beads. And then if he could throw in the leather pouch for free, that would be awesome. <laughs> no, I can't do that. My dad will kill me. <laughs> but can you give me a $50 discount? Wow, that's a lot. I don't know. It all depends on how depends you... depends on how you look at it. It could be a lot. It could not be a lot. Oh. It's all a matter of perspective. You know what I'm saying, man? That's so deep. <laughs> it is deep. What is what is 50 gold pieces? <laughs> you know? We can't take it with us. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Wow. It's like we're all dust in the... We're just like all dust in the wind. You know what I'm uh, saying? Whoa, I got to write that right. down. And so... And, and I'm going to reach over. I'm going to reach over and I'm going to touch her on the shoulder and I'm going to say, deeper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like boy. this freaking perverted cleric all of a sudden, which I never wanted to be. It's something happens wow. to Jake when you take him shopping. You sure do touch people a lot for an old guy. <laughs> I'm giving her guidance, you see, young young fellow. So persuasion? Yeah. Um, Ooh, oh, man. How about a 23? Nice. Did I blow your mind? Did I blow your mind, young man? You totally blew my mind. You know what? You can totally have that candle for free. <laughs> All right. All right. Because cause you're like lighting my world with your wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. Am I, am I going to? I'm lighting your fire. Totally. All right. So there are two types of beads here. Okay. There's the blue ones and the red ones. Ooh. Which one do you want? So I have to pick the red pill or the blue pill. Okay, okay. You know what? I'm going to pick the red pill. Nice. Okay, so your total purchase comes out to 300 gold, little doodat. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for the deal, man. No, thank you guys. My dad's going to be so stoked when he comes back from Waterdeep. Hey. What's your name, kid? Moon Blossom. Uh, my name's Jerry. <laughs> hey, Jerry, do you know anything about herbs and spices? My dad does, yeah. I'm not really so much. I just know herbs. <laughs> <laughs> check out, check out, check out these herbs and spices I got. Whoa, there's like seven of them. There's seven, man. You would never even guess how I got these. I got them off a dead guy. It was awesome. Whoa. That's, yeah. you're kind of freaking me out now. No, he was a bad guy. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. So you guys like adventures? Well, bet. Oh, yes. Oh, hey, wait. Oh, how much are the um, Sir Estival dolls? Can you Sir give me a deal? 
Yeah, two gold. No, two gold? Yeah. How about one gold? How about five silver? I Come don't on, know. man. <laughs> Are you trying to take <laughs> advantage of me? No, I know Sir Vistable. I'm staying in his house. And I'm gonna buy one of these and put it on his mantle. You're staying at Sir Istival's house? Yeah. Dude, no I'm way. totally, I'm totally staying at Istival's house. You know Sir you know Istival? Yes, we do. Yeah, do you want me to sneak you something out of his house? Wait, you would steal something from Sir Istival for me? Dude, that's, I could totally. That's weird. <laughs> okay, here, here's the deal. What do you want from, you want like one of his forks or something? I'll get you his autograph. Do you want his autograph? I'll totally take his autograph. Okay, trade me the doll. If I bring you his autograph, will you trade me a doll for it? Totally. Okay, and I'll have him sign something of his. Oh, man, I can't wait. What's, and I'm going to have him sign it. To, what do you want him to write? Like, to Jerry, yeah. my best friend? My best bud. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You got totally. it. Totally. I think... I think you might want to run that by Istival first. Oh, Isti will do it. Isti will do it. This will be fun to he's watch. He's got a soft spot for me. He, he's got a booster <laughs> seat in his kitchen just for me. Oh, you have your own chair at Sir Istival's house? <laughs> Dude, I, to I totally have my own chair. So I'm going to get you that I'm gonna get you that autograph, and then we're going to swap. Awesome. It's wow. going to be cool. Lady Tamora is totally shining on me today. Yeah. This is like the best day ever. <laughs> and I roll my eyes. It's that little guy, man. He's he's indoctrinating all these people. What's his name? Sheck? Curran. Curran. Sheck. Curran. Sheck. You're so suspicious of Curran. <laughs> For no reason. He's just lucky. Jerry, do you know Curran? I totally know Curran. He is of course. awesome. He's totally taught you the word, right? What's the word? The, you're following the word, man. Grease lightning. There is no word of gods of luck. Oh yeah, Tamora, yeah. totally. Yeah. You know, Jake here has a god that's pretty cool too. Jake, tell him about your god. <laughs> Come on. I will tell you all about my god. You have your very own god? I <laughs> Uh, let's uh, save this for a different day, please. <laughs> but let Yay. me tell you that the god of knowledge, which is Agma, will is 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 a true god. You cannot put your faith in luck, you see. Luck comes and goes, but Agma is forever always with you. That's correct. Well, hey man, you just bought the twinkling pipeweed, so it must be totally cool. Your god it must yeah. be totally cool. He is totally cool, as the as the kids say these days. <laughs> and Esmir, don't forget um, that Jerry here is the person that was suggested as a possible music teacher for you. Oh, hey, bro. Uh, I got a really. Who do you do you play harp? Oh yeah, totally. Totally, man. He pulls out his harp. I pull out my harp. I'm like, check this baby out. Whoa, that's like a <laughs> classic. So, what do you think? Have you ever seen one of these before? No, never. Never that cool. Can I play it? No. Not if you value your merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a magical harp. Do you know anything about magical harps? 
No, not a no. thing. Okay. Just I, what I can imagine. Like when I play my harp, everything's magical, right? Right. It's like you, you're speaking, your soul is coming through the strings. Oh my God, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know, I know. Do you give lessons? I don't, but I could. I mean, that would be fun, I think. Yeah. All right, well, I have to, you have to teach me on a different harp. Because if we plug okay. the strings on this, we could all just die. Whoa. Or I could blow up your store. Whoa. No, don't do that. <laughs> no. Oh, I got right. harps we could play with. Yeah. All right, cool, man. So I'm going to I'm gonna get your, your Istival, uh Autograph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're gonna hook we're gonna hook up, right? Yeah, let's hook up and play harp <laughs> and jam a jam. We're gonna totally jam. Jam. I like this kid. This kid is. So I have this sudden, uh, right yeah, on. I have this sudden affinity, right? Because uh, I'm all about musicians. Mm. Do you want to be in our band, Jakey? I just want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll give you a tambourine. Do you have any tambourines for the old guy? Sure, totally. But I will, I will protect, I will protect you with my life. Well, okay. my life. Well, maybe not your life, but, you know, maybe for that Sir Istival t-shirt over there with a finger on it. <laughs> so if I don't give you the t-shirt, you just would let me die? No, I would never let no. you die. That's the point, is that I will, I, I protect uh, singers. I protect musicians. Cool. You so say you're like a roadie? You managers? <laughs> so if I saw somebody, if I saw Do it somebody, 10%, man. if I saw somebody trying to harm you, I would come to your aid. Let's put it that way. He's like that, though. He helps anybody. Nice. Yeah, let's set up a time to get together and jam. Okay. We have to save the world in between lessons, but, you know, <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> All right, nice. So you guys finish up your shopping here at Helmix and Jerry puts all your stuff in bags for you guys, and you head out with even more mysterious, magical items. Okay. Well, thanks for coming to my, my, my to Helmix Herbs and Oddments. You guys are the best. I could like close shop for a week. <laughs> Thank you for helping well, an old you. man out. Thank you for selling us this Don't stuff. close the shop. Your dad's got bills to pay. Word. I'm going to whisper to I'm going to whisper to Elric that he might want to drop a little bit of perfume into at some point when Cullen is sleeping onto his only pair of skivvies that he's got. Well, first he should probably attune and find out what it is. Yeah. It could be like some sort of love potion and that would be awkward. <laughs> that would be very awkward. I wake up in the morning, I love these skivvies. Oh, these are the best skivvies. heroes continuing to spend their hard-earned treasure on essential gear for the budding adventurer, like sealing wax, perfume, and bags of primo twinkling pipeweed? Yep, nothing's gonna stop them now. Will our heroes ever finish shopping and depart for Filen Lodge? 
What is the difference between a clinkety-clink and a clankety-clank? Does being portable really make a ram fancy? Why would a guy named Bohoosh go by the name Uncle Frank? That makes no sense. Well, who knows? Tune in next time to find out on Roll Radio. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Roll Radio. Hope you enjoyed our shopping episode. Uh, Now, this was something that I was thinking about uh, long before the players returned to Daggerford. I was tossing around ideas for how the players would spend their treasure. Now, I know that sounds kind of weird, but as a game master, this is something um, I constantly think about because the players acquire a lot of uh, gold on their adventures. Uh, but there really isn't a lot for them to spend it on, uh, besides, you know, mundane things like rations or ale at the tavern or, you know, your basic health potion. Because you see, in 5th edition, and uh, a lot of other tabletop games too, you can't just walk into a local store and buy a magic sword. Uh, because magical art items are rare, right? So the main way that they acquire these types of cool magical items is through their quests, through their adventures. And uh, by the way, this is an ongoing topic in tabletop RPGs. You can go online and there are plenty of articles and videos on this topic. You know, what do I do with all this gold, with all this treasure? What's it worth in the game? Now, in many homebrew games, uh, the campaigns uh, go on for a long time and they take many, uh, you know, in-game years to get through. And in these types of games, the PCs have what we call uh, downtime between quests. And in this downtime, they can then spend their gold uh, to do all sorts of things like starting a business, crafting things, learning new skills, even they can even build a castle right? Uh, but in the in a module game like Scourge of the Sword Coast, there's, you know, a timetable. They have to save the world before it's too late. So uh, there's no time to do these types of uh, things. So, you know, anyways, I was wondering, you know, what they would do, you know, how they could spend their gold and have fun doing it. So uh, I was inspired by the list of common wondrous items in Wizards of the Coast's uh, Xanthar's Guide to Everything. And I thought it would uh, be interesting to put some of these uh, magical items out there for the players to purchase and then to play with. And the reason I like them is because they won't make the players more powerful, right? They won't break the game, but they can add a lot of fun and open up more role-playing opportunities or possibilities, if you will, uh, for them to do. And then I thought it would be fun to make the items, you know, like a mystery until after they bought them. And I thought that would be a good idea because that way they would buy the items based on what their characters might be interested in rather than what the magical properties are uh, because most of them are kind of, you know, silly. Uh, So we'll see. It'll be interesting to see uh, what they do with them. All right, so speaking of treasure, uh, head on over to RollRadio.com. Check out the treasures there. And of course, check out our Patreon page for some extra rare Roll Radio loot. Uh, 
And don't forget to check out Sirenscape.com for an amazing collection of game-enhancing music and sound effects. Need that bustling city background when your players hit the local shops? It's there. Also, check out Wizards of the Coast, uh, where you'll find Xanthar's Guide to Everything, and much, much more. All right, again, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, We'll see you next time when the players find more than just healing potions at Delphin's Tower.